0: Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. You're just in time because we are about to get into uh, our segment called We Celebrate You. We celebrate ordinary South Africans doing extraordinary things. But we also celebrate South Africans that have turned their lives around. And uh, our guest today has done Exactly that. We're going to be chatting to SABC soapy actress, uh, Mubango, that's the soapy, and motivational speaker, Murwesi Teledi. She was sentenced to listen to this 10 years behind bars but served six after she was found guilty of fraud, it was during her time behind bars that uh, she would realize many of her talents, which she now uses to inspire and motivate others. She joins us on the line. Hi, Moresi. Hi. <laughs> you, you sound so happy. I'm so happy to have you on the radio. How are you, Sissy? I'm good, thanks, and how are you? I'm good, thank you. Now, I was, uh, you know, reading your story and the things that have happened to you, and I thought to myself, wow, first of all, you are a strong girl. Uh, the time that you've spent in jail did not break you, right? And uh, you say that serving jail time came as a blessing in disguise. How is that? <laughs>
1: Definitely, um, my 10-year sentence was a blessing in disguise. I know that whenever I say that, people they like, I will, yeah. how so, you yeah. know? It's so puzzling. Um, I think when when they gave me um, a, 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 an orange card written, 10 years imprisonment, mm. uh, it came with opportunities, it came with uh, prison programs. That changed my life. Yeah. What I did was I took those programs and I made sure that um, I transformed my life. I become the best person I could be after imprisonment.
0: Yeah. How did you get involved in, in fraud A- and, and how did you get caught? Tell us the whole story.
1: 2008, I was approached by two of my regular customers mm-hmm. to support the bank. At first, I said no. The love of money brought me closer and closer to these guys they gave me tub shopping vouchers. The list is endless. When these guys demanded me to transfer 2.7 million rand and 300,000 I signed, uh, um, at first I refused. The fact that I took their money, I had to pay for it. Mm. They started threatening me. They, they knew everything about me. My last threat was on the 24th of December, 2009. They were outside my house looking at my child while he was playing. They gave me a call and said to me, if I don't transfer the funds immediately, they were going to kill my child. (sighs) Losing my child was not an option. I chose
0: to transfer the money. and, and, And that's how you got caught? That's how I got caught. How often does this happen to people who work for like a bank, like a financial institution? How often uh, do they get tempted by, you know, regular customers, clients of the bank, tempting them to say, you know, just transfer 2.7 or 27 million rand and uh, trust me, we'll look after you. How often does it happen?
1: Um, I'm not sure how often it happens, but, um, it's something that happens regularly Mm. because during the induction, uh, when you get employed, they will tell you about a a syndicate, that a syndicate, is somebody that, um, you you see regularly, like your client, like it would be somebody that, you know,
0: Mm. Yeah. Sure. Let's talk about your time behind bars and how mm-hmm. that motivated you to become a better person. You were involved in a lot of activities within yeah. the prison system. You literally immersed yourself in everything yeah. that was happening there.
1: Yeah. Um when 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 I got my sentence, um I, I took a decision that I want to start in prison. I want to transform my life. I want to change my life. I want to become a better person. Mm. I want to come out with a different tag, not a, a bandit. Yeah. I come out with, with different tags. Uh, I joined the drama group. I was the leading actress of a, 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 um, uh, a play called Shattered Dream, And I got Best Actress Award with with the drama, And I was involved with public speaking. I got Best Public Speaker in in prison. Mm. So that was a confirmation and a turning point for me in prison to say when I come out, I need to make sure that I pursue my career in acting. I need to pursue my career in in public speaking.
0: Mm. Now, if you had to change anything about what happened in the past, would you Mm -hmm. do it?
1: Uh, definitely I would change my first tip that I got from from the syndicate Mm. Um, had I said no to that to that voucher, things could have been different and yeah Yeah. and just being content with with my salary, being content with everything that I have Mm. and if I could change that, if I could go back and and relive that, you know, being a supervisor at a very young age and yeah, if, if I had to relive, I would just uh, be content with, with with everything that I have, especially my salary.
0: Because your career was going really well. Like you were saying, you're a supervisor, you were a supervisor at a very mm-hmm. young age. I mean, already you were just climbing the corporate ladder and going yeah. places. But the love of money and that temptation uh, messed mm-hmm. things up, right? Yes, it did. Sure. Now, how difficult was it for you to reintegrate yourself back into society after spending six years in jail?
1: re was not a problem with me because already I was doing um, media interviews in prison. I remember my first interview was with SABC News, and they asked me to cover my face. And I said to them, I'm not going to cover my face. I want young women, young girls to see that beautiful wow. women like me and educated people can land up in prison. Not only hardcore criminals end up in prison. Sure. I wanted to show young women that, you you know, wrong choices can lend you,
0: lend you up in prison. And you were pregnant when you got arrested, right? Yes, I was. Sure. How was it like as a mother in prison, you know, going knowing that there's this new life that you are expecting, but you are in prison? How did that affect you um, emotionally and psychologically?
1: You know, at first I thought that, I'm pregnant, and I would get bail. I would, you know, go home. For that, for some reason, I was denied bail, and I was pregnant. Mm. Um, giving birth in prison was 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 painful. It was a very painful experience. However, I'm grateful that correctional services um, would give the mother and, and child, you know, an opportunity to bond. And I used to breastfeed. Um, so I, I was grateful uh, because of that. Yeah. So yeah, it was a very um, an emotional period for me to separate with my boy as well. But mm. um, I had to be strong. I had to face um, um, my time.
0: Your your family was very supportive. They stood by you and they, you know, they helped you when the baby was now moving from prison back into, uh, you know, back into the house. Uh, what would you like to say to a family that's dealing with someone that is, uh, you know, in prison right now? How can they support them?
1: Sure. When you have a family member that's serving time, um, support is the most important thing. Because if I didn't have that support for my family, I doubt if I could have achieved the things that I've achieved in prison. Mm. So support is very important. Those visits, they are very important. It's an hour, but it means a lot. It means a lot.
0: And any projects that you're working on right now, I know you um, you know you' you're, you're a motivational speaker and you go into uh-huh. the private and the public sector as well telling people uh, about some of the you know the challenges that you faced and encouraging them and inspiring them. What are you currently working on?
1: Um, I remember a year before my release I, I I asked God that how am I going to survive outside? Then I came up with an idea of going back to the banking industry sure to speak about work ethics. But when I asked God that question, that how am I going to survive and how am I going to do it? Uh, God said to me, you are going back to the banking industry. I said to God, how so? And I registered my own company, Ugozi Solutions, mm. Ugozi Mind Inspiration. Um, What I do is I I, I capitalize on work ethics, Mm. the importance of, 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 you know, work ethics in a a, a work environment Um, and the fraud and the theft, the importance of, you know, whenever your employer uh, gives you, um, you know, the rules and regulations, follow them because you might lose your job and you might get a criminal record like me. And you may not get a second chance that I got. Mm. I believe that I got a second chance. I believe that um, my criminal record doesn't affect me. However, I do have stumbling blocks because I have to prove myself ten times, um, like like any other person who would apply maybe for 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 a job or yeah. something. I have to come and I have to convince them you know like convince the the employer. So a criminal record, it's very something um, that um, it is a problem for a lot of us who are ex-offenders.
0: We celebrate you for turning your life around. We celebrate you for turning lemons into lemonade and uh, Mm -hmm. for inspiring people that perhaps, you know, have been through the exact same thing as you. And and you're showing them the light at the end of the tunnel that, yes, you can do something wrong, but you can correct your ways as well. So Mm -hmm. thank you so, so much. Thank you. So 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 <laughs> On social that media, is... on social media, where can people follow you because I want to follow you. I just want to be your friend.
1: <laughs> uh it's Instagram, it's Morwesi101. Facebook Morwesi Tshelebi. I'm I'm not a your Twitter guys. Okay. So I'm, yeah, I'm still reintegrating to the social
0: media platform. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. So it's Instagram and Facebook. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time. Radio 2000 Podcast.